Hey, hey, what you say? This is Pastor Ethel Harper. Uh, this is the Old Fashioned Gospel Radio Show. It is so good to be amongst the living today. I just thank God that we have another chance to get it right. Amen. Well, praise God, we got a great show today. I am uh, blessed, amen, to uh, have my uh, my biological brother with me. His name is Brother Glenn Rogers. Say hello to the people, Glenn. Uh, good afternoon, uh, good morning, uh, wherever you may be. Great to be here. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. My sidekick who is normally with me, that is Gentleman Elder Harper, uh, they changed his um, hours at work, so he no longer is going to be with us. But I just thank God for the opportunity anyhow. Amen. Nevertheless, we're going to keep on going. But before I get started, I want to do a little housekeeping and get it out of the way with our public service announcements. Old Fashioned Gospel Temple Ministries is located at 1303 D Street, right here in the beautiful city of Las Vegas. Our church services are on Sunday. They begin at 9 a.m. with Sunday school. Bring out your kids. Bring you. Bring your neighbor's kids. Bring everybody's kids. Bring them out to Sunday school. We have a great uh, lesson um, uh, teacher, uh, which is wonderful, which is our very own gentleman, Elder Harper. Uh, he does it very well. And our worship services begin every Sunday at 11 a.m. We look forward to seeing you at both services if you can make it. We have a Bible study, which uh, is on Wednesday nights at 6.30 p.m., and then we have our Inspiration Bible Study, uh, which is every other uh, Thursday. Uh, it's the first and third uh uh, Thursdays of the month at 10 a.m. in the morning. For those of you who can't, who can't make this uh, Wednesday nights, we do have mm -hmm. the Thursdays. On February 6, 2021, we will have our annual What's Love Got to Do With It uh, program where we honor our first responders of Las Vegas who put their lives on the line each and every day as they fight for our communities and neighborhoods and citizens of Las Vegas during this COVID-19 experience. Old Fashioned Gospel Temple Ministries will be offering our first responders free donuts and coffee at Fresh Donuts. It's at 2100 East Lake Mead Boulevard, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, we uh, will be out there at 7 a.m. in the morning. Uh, we'll go from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Uh, For those of you that are interested, uh, tell your tell your family members, tell your friends uh, that we will be uh, honoring our first responders with fresh donuts and coffee. Um, they're right across the street from the Chipotle uh, Mexican uh, restaurant, if anybody um, uh, is interested. We are asking that you please join us and help us make this event happen on February 6th. Uh, how can you help? I'm glad you asked. You can help by going to one of uh, three ways you can donate to help us recognize our first responders. You can go to our cash app, which is dollar sign OFGTM2018, or you can go to our Zelle app, which is uh, 502-715-1615, or you can go to our website, which is www.OFGTM2018 
.wixsite.com forward slash website dash one. And you can use either three of them to give your best gift. We really thank you for helping us do what it is that we do. Amen. This has been the Old Fashioned Gospels Temple Ministries uh, radio public service announcement. Thank you for listening. Now back to our program. We have, again, we have our special guest, amen, which is my brother, uh, from the same mother, uh, Glenn Rogers, uh, with us today, and I am so excited um, that he is with us today. He's going to, uh, uh, he's got five questions, amen, uh, and God is going to use him mightily to speak to you, our listeners. We, uh, we need to be mindful. I often say now, that God is speaking to the entire world. You you can't you can't mistake it. Uh, you can't you can't say that uh, God is not trying to get our attention. It took the COVID nineteen experience for us to wake up. Uh, and for those of you that uh, are not are not heeding the call, for those of you that are not paying attention, it is our duty to get you to understand that God is trying to tell us something. Anyway, so I've already gone over with my brother these questions. And so for you, the listeners, I am going to ask him questions. Uh, um, I'm going to ask him a series of five questions, and then we're just going to talk about it. And uh, I hope that it blesses somebody that it touches you to change your heart your mind, and even your life. I hope that it does. All right, brother, you ready? Oh, yes, I am. All right, bro. The first question um, that uh, we talked about is, how did God use you in 2020 to change someone's life? You have the floor. Thank you, my sister. First of all, I just want to give glory and honor to God for the opportunity to uh, talk with you and, you know, um, to share. And, uh, Amen. You know, I, I just prayer, prayerfully, uh, prayerfully ask for the Lord's leading in this discussion. And because uh, you know me, my sister Ethel, if I may call you <laughs> Ethel, in, in, front of your, in front of your peeps. Yeah, you uh, can. <laughs> you know... My journey, uh, speaking to 2020, getting directly to your question, um, at the end of or the latter part of uh, 2019, um, the Lord led led me to um, to move churches, and I I went from a, a kind of a prestigious, you know, kind of big or growing uh, ministry, uh, and I joined uh, forces with a smaller upstart, you know, down in the trenches, uh, lower, you know, lower socioeconomic level ministry, you know, where you, you know, really get to do the work down on the, you know, where the rubber meets meets the road. And it was a, it was quite an experience for me, but I believe it's something that the Lord was leading me into um, because I, I, I recognized, again, with changing people's lives, also, being a teacher, you know, and, and God having drawn me to his word and uh, embraced me and even immersed me in his word in such a way is that I found out years ago that 
just about everybody that God sends across my purview, across my face, that I have an opportunity to talk with or build a relationship with or work with, it's for a specific reason. It's to speak God's Word into their life in a way that mm-hmm. hasn't been done pre- previously. So um, in 2020, man, did I get an opportunity to do that um, as I joined forces uh, and became part of this new uh, church, which is called Regen, R-E-G-E-N Ministries, uh, in Bakersfield, California. My pastor is Pastor Rick Lancaster. You can look him up on, look us up on Facebook. But, uh, yeah, it was just a whole new dynamic. And uh, actually, this is a ministry that um, the roots in the foundation, as I got started, I, I noticed that this ministry was made up pastor as uh, basically the the genesis or, or the focal point of this ministry was ministering to those um, at the lowest end of the of the not just the socioeconomic ladder, but to the people we minister to people that other churches kind of ignore, and I'm talking about people with disabilities and things of this this nature you know, um, that society considers not all there or that, you know, they need help. And, but, but this ministry flourishes in bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to these people. And it's, and the love that I saw that was expressed originally, uh, between these, uh, uh, these folks and, and the pastor just drew, drew me to it. And having been drawn in, you know, I've had an opportunity to, to then step up and, and take the mantle of, of teaching in the ministry and to open God's word for, for these people and, and, and to just shepherd them and, and the changes in their lives. And even as we speak to today, there's a, you know, one of our brothers in the church, we were uh, at, the, at the pastor's house uh, one night as we gathered there, and he made a impassioned plea. He wanted to understand the book of Revelation. And mm-hmm. now we meet uh, online. I do a Zoom uh, Revelation study, and we've been meeting Mondays and Tuesdays for the past couple of months going through the book of Re- Revelation to help him get a greater un- understanding. And, you know, it's things of that nature, you know, that are beautiful. In addition to, you know, when you talk about changing some someone's lives, ours is a ministry that on a weekly basis and sometimes multiple times a week, uh, we are engaged uh, in food distribution, working with uh, Kern County and the uh, the other uh, non- the larger nonprofits here that where we uh, are available to gather and uh, food and then distribute it into you know, the, into the na- neighborhoods where the need is most. And, you know, we'll, we'll just take a couple of truckloads of, of food or a pallet of food and just go park out and on, on, on a corner and just start blessing people, you know, and it's, what a it's blessing. amazing. What a blessing. What we've just, and we have had several of the families that, that we've blessed with this ministry um, begin attending our fellowship. So, um, That's what it's all for, right? Exactly. It's just, you know, so it's 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 hard to quantify specifically, but uh, just the sharing of, of the Word. And there's some other real special 
relationships and, and things going on um, in the way. But we are all, I'm sure you would, you agree, Pastor, that we are all commissioned. The, the Great Commission is not That's just it. to pastors. It's not just to people who call themselves ministers or apostles or evangelists, right? The right. Great Commission is to every single person in the faith. Every spirit-filled believer, right, is, is, appointed, is appointed by the Great Commission. You are a, we are appointed to go out and make disciples. That's it. And so That's I just want to But, you know, I like everybody. when you said, um, I like when you said that, you know, your pastor, you know, speaks to you know, those that people have overlooked. You know, we forget that, you know, the Bible, you know, talks about in, in Psalms 147 and 3, it says, He healeth the broken in heart and binded up their wounds. You know, we forget about those. We Sometimes we, you know, push people to the wayside because they don't look like us. They don't, you know, they, they're not in the same, you know, they're not in the same money cap with us or you know, they don't, you know, they don't, uh, they're not afforded the things that we are. And sometimes these people get lost, you know, they get lost in translation, but you know, it's so good, you know, that your pastor has a heart for that. And that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. They call them things that you guys do, you know, it's great. The, the, they, they off, they're oftentimes referred to as people with special needs, but, what we don't realize is that we all have this special need. We're, we're all a special need. I say, you know, I, I always say that, you know, all of us have a little special K on the inside. Okay. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> all of us. Right. Yes, okay, yes. so that, that, that's great. Now we're going to move on to question number two. You ready? Mhm. Okay, so this says, "How would you define your relationship with Jesus in 2020? How would you define it? How would you, how would you get the listener to understand what your relationship looked like uh, in 2020?" Well, first of all, and again, let me let me go directly to the point, and I would like to, I I'm prayerfully. I prayerfully say that I definitely hope that my relationship uh, with my Lord and Savior, Jesus, um, in December, on December 31st of January 2020, was greater and deeper and more intimate than it was on January 1st, which would indicate progress, okay, or... Uh progressive, this thing we call in, in the faith, progressive sanctification, right? You know, I definitely, I, I definitely hope, and I, I know I'm still growing, you know, I'm still growing. I've got so much, you know, I believe that the Lord has so much more for, for me to do. You know, I, I believe that if you kind of summarize, you know, my, my life, you know, having recently turned uh, 60 is, uh, 
Are you that you know? old? Wow. <laughs> I forget that I'm way down here on the totem pole. I forget how mm. old my big brother is. <laughs> well, yeah, it's six old. So, you know, I, I, I see my life as 40 years of religion, okay? But the last 20 years of being in God's Word. And there's a big mm-hmm. difference between just doing things that one considers, you know, religious, you know, going to church and so forth, and and totally separate from being uh, immersed and pursuing the things of God through His Word. And yeah, um, you know, He has brought me so. It, it, it is so amazing, and I would in, in, encourage everyone, you know, to um, undertake for your for yourself personally. You want to you want to be intimate with Jesus. You want to know Jesus intimately for yourself. You got to open up His Word each and every day, you know. And I I can say for for me, I'm going to take that 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 question, my sister, and I'm going to expand it not just from 2020, but for the last 20 years, because it was about 20 years ago that I was gripped, that God shook my life in such, such a way as to draw me. Their only place to go was, was to him and to his word, not to church, but into his, his word. I began, my journey began, or back to him, began not by just going, going to church. Mine began by opening up and reading his word and 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 as i read god's word um that launched in me uh it motivated me to begin to pray cuz you cannot read god's word and 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 not see the need the necessity and the priority of prayer and then that ultimately led to i believe and this is just how god has made made us you know, and uh, his word says to forsake not the fellowshipping of ourselves together. And, and there was a born in me a desire for fellowship. And so I um, eventually did end up in church at the beginning of my journey. But it started with just me and the word of God and then me and the word of God in prayer and then me and the word of God, prayer and the fellowship and brothers and sisters, you know, of a church gathering. So. Uh, you know, my encouragement there is, 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 if you want your relationship, if you want that continuing, growing, thriving uh, relationship with with Christ, that comes from just being in God's word. And when you're in Amen. God's word, that arms you. It is God's word where we get armed with the necessities of prayer. Because the power, the power in prayer, the power in God's word is is felt when you understand that this is a God. When you understand who God is, truly understand you have an intimate relationship that, that this is, he is your father, Abba, father, and he wants the best for you. And that's all that he wants. And you know that Jesus even told us, ask. Whatever you will. That's right. But understand, 
understand. But it's not your, when he says, ask whatever you will, that's not your will. Okay? He doesn't, you know, if you think, if you think that what you want for you is better than what he wants for you. <laughs> and yeah. see, that's the, you can ask whatever you will, but when Jesus said, but you have to ask according to what? In his name, right? That's it. Ah, that's it. So those that's two things it. have to line line up, right? That's right. So but you need then to get also, your will. No, but then also it says not only that you ask what you will, but he also said believing that you'll receive it. And so that's the thing that you know we 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 have a problem with is that we pray, but do we really believe? that God is able to do what we're asking him to do. And that's the Mm -hmm. question. Because when you solidify it and say in Jesus' name, then that's the, you know, that's the seal of approval when you say it. If you believe it, if you ask for it, you believe it, and then you ask for it in Jesus' name, he said, then ye shall what? Have it. And so that that's the thing. But, you know, and to the question but that I, I, I asked you. Now, after you, you, you know, see, now, now, I hope your people will realize we're just having a brother-sister talk now. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. that's that dog chasing that tail. That's another, that for me, I'm just seeing now the picture of the dog chasing his tail, round and round, and mm-hmm. he never catches it. And when you bring that belief into their ethel, and I will say, that the reason most people have that challenge with belief is because they haven't lined up the will of God, which comes from his word, it's revealed to us in his word, with their will. They still want what they want, not what God wants, but they pray anyway. Yeah. Believing that God is going to... (laughs) Exactly. And that's just like the dog chasing his tail, you know? Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, people, you know, people think people think that there's not a, you know, that there's not a cost, you know, in what they're asking for. But, you know, there really is. You have to line up. You have to line up with the word of God. I teach at Old Fashioned Gospel Temple Ministries that the word of God is the sustenance of life. And so when you look at it, that it's a sustenance of life then you you understand that, you know, we, we often talk about that you can go three days without food. You can go, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, you can go uh, three days without food. You can go 40 days um, without water. We talk about all these things about what we can do. But one thing that we cannot do, the Word of God is the sustenance of this life. We must have it in us in order for us to live. And and uh, in order to be a believer, you have to believe that this word is the sustenance of your life, that you need it to live. And so, you know, it, it's really important, you know, uh, as far as a relationship with the Lord. The only way that we're going to get a relationship with him is through what? Through his word. You know, because we're reading it, you know, we're, we're, we're taking it in. And then it, when we take that word in, it becomes a part of us. And, 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 it, and it's doing a good work in us, you know, which is uh, what it's supposed to do. You know what I mean? So anyway, you know, great. You know, it, it's just a great subject when you talk about the relationship, uh, your relationship or anyone's relationship with the Lord. 
you know, because uh, uh, we know that, you know, in order to live, you must live on the Word of God. You must. I, um, I, I look back early on, early on, as I was getting started in this journey, I, I remember praying to the Lord, wanting, desiring that closer relationship. And I, I asked him to give me a hunger and a thirst for his word. Yeah. Just like you just said, the hunger is because the word, that manna, is the bread of life. And the thirst, yeah. it's that water that washes us each and every day that we have to be washed, washed and purified each and every day in that word. So, you know, I would just encourage everyone listening that if you, if this is, this is just like the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, you must ask, okay? Yeah. It's like James says, ask. You want to seek, you want the wisdom of God's word? Ask God. Believing. Ask Ask God to give you a thirst and a hunger for his word. Yeah. And watch what happens. Watch what happens. Ask believing. Pick up your word and start reading and see if the things that maybe were dry before now are energized and become infused with the Holy Spirit and just wanting where you want more and more and you just can't get enough. And you'll find yourself then uh, not having enough time, you know, to get into God's office. So it's there. And... um, I'm, I'm I'm excited about leading people to God's word, and you know that's what my my SoundCloud ministry is about. And I you don't mind us to put a little shout out uh, on the internet at SoundCloud.com. Uh, I have a uh, a ministry there. It's called Listen to the Bible. So if you go to SoundCloud.com dash Listen to the Bible, uh, people can join me go through the Bible each and every day. We listen to a different, we listen to portions of the Bible, the Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms and Proverbs, each and every day. That's a beautiful thing, bro. We need that. We need that today. We need to get back into the Word of God. We need to find our first love. That's something that people don't, they don't take into account. You know, um, you know, you have these older Christians who say, you know, oh, I accepted the Lord a long time ago. You know, all I got to do is just, you know, come to church, you know, and, and read have my never Bible, picked up be a, a Bible. good person. And have never picked you know, up the and be, Word. And, and, and be a good person. And, you know, I'm going to be all right. But that's not true. You know, we, mm. we have to do so much more. Mm. So much more. But, um, but the anyway. much more is as simple as the much more can be defined as as simple as the word in your question is relationship, right? And yeah. now we know that in order to have a relationship with someone, you have to spend time with them. That's it. Well, you know, it, you know, we take for granted the intimacy with, with God. You know, we, we, take, we take for granted that God said he wants to be closer than a friend to you. And so... The only way that you can get that closeness with him is that if you are intimate in the word with God. And how does that happen? By us taking the time, 
We we make time for everything else in our life, but are we are we taking the time? to sit down and have intimacy with God through his word and not only read his word, but let the word begin to speak to you, you know, and that's, that's the prize in you uh, having a relationship with the Lord. You allow it, not only you uh, uh, seeking out him, but then you turn around and allowing the word to speak to you, you know, that's, well, I I don't know if this is going to help anybody, but for myself personally, I am one who learns audibly. I'm a listener. And that fact, combined with the fact that even 20 years ago when I'm in the hustle and bustle of married life with children and a job and so forth, I mean, I think that, I think that we learn and we have to accept that people's probably people's number one reason slash excuse for not reading the Bible is lack of time. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, yes. But I mean, today, yes. For the last, what, 30 years, 40 years with the advancement of digital recordings, we, that excuse, the excuse of time has been taken away. As a matter of fact, my introduction uh, to the word came when a, a friend of mine handed me a CD disc with the Bible on it, and I start popping that disc into my computer and listening to God's word. Yeah. And that listening. Now, understand that you can listen to God's word when you're in the bathroom brushing your teeth, washing your hair, taking a shower, doing the laundry, doing the dishes, driving in your car, home from work, to work. There's almost nothing you can't do while listening to God's Word and allowing the Holy Spirit, the Spirit that comes with God's Word, to just envelop. I even, when I lived in an apartment complex for a while, put I turned on the volume, put God's Word in the window, and so that it would envelop the whole apartment complex. And I dare somebody to complain, and nobody ever complained. And whenever you came in the presence of that complex, you got God's God's word. That's beautiful. That when we had our church here, um, when we had our church uh, in our home, um, people um, people used to come by all the time, you know, and they would tell us, "Oh, you have a church in there." The stuff that they used to do, like you know, they used to play that loud music, and they used to do a whole lot of stuff. When they find out, when they found out that the church was here. You know, it kind of just calmed this whole area down. Ah, you know, which was yes. beautiful. Yes. You know, which was beautiful. Yes. So, but um, you know, I just thank God for you know for you know him doing what he was doing in that hour. You know, for you know whatever that you know these people around here needed. I just thank God. You know that you know he through his Holy Spirit worked a good work. You know, that's so, that power. That was that's great. The power of the Holy Spirit. Oh yeah, he is powerful. All right, my brother, I gotta keep. I gotta keep you. I gotta keep you. <laughs> I gotta keep you going because we at one thirty. I want to make sure we do what we have to. Now, question number three says, "How would you describe your prayer life in twenty twenty?" Mm, well, again, for for the benefit. I mean, it's just become richer. You know, I I can tell you. I can tell you how I ended up twenty twenty. Wake up in the morning, 
Listen to this, okay? I don't know if you guys going to be able to hear this, but as I open my eyes in the morning and I get my wits about me, I, I go like this. Hey, Google, play House of Prayer. Okay. Listen. Hey, Google, turn the volume up to 10. Can you hear it? No. Sing it with you. Lord, make me a house. Make me a house of prayer. A house of prayer. Hey, Google, stop the music. So they yeah, give you an idea. So, I mean, that's great. You know, that's great. I, I wake um, up. You know. My mind right there. I just, you know, it's it's so important that that people out there that they understand that we have to have a, a prayer life. You know, we got to have a prayer life because, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, um, you know, bringing, you know, bringing our prayers to the Lord. You know, um, it also talks about, you know, that, you know, prayer of an effectual. You know, uh, a fervent, fervent you know, and effectual prayers of the righteous availeth much. Availeth much, you know. So, you know, it's so it's so important that we understand that prayer is how that we talk to God. Prayer, prayer is how we communicate. You know, prayer. You know, and you don't have to pray. You know, the Bible talks about that a man should always pray. Um, mm-hmm. I say to the women out there, you should always be praying. If you have children, pray, you know, pray for the covering, you know, of the Holy Spirit over your children. Pray, pray for God's protection. You know, it's so important for us to pray. And and sometimes we can allow the, the things of life or we can allow the world to strangle out our prayer life that it becomes non-existent. And well, You know, I encourage everybody to get a prayer life. You know what I mean? There's there's a couple of things that have to be in place for that prayer life, um, for that prayer life to operate, you know, in a manner that that produces, you know, that in a a manner of that fervency, you know, and that effectualness. And that is first and foremost, first and foremost, is you got to have an attitude of thankfulness. You got to be thankful to God. You got to understand you're driving down the street and somebody pulls in front of you, but it doesn't result in an accident. Thank you, Lord. You know, you're driving in the parking lot, going to shop, and you get a parking space up front. Thank you, Lord. You know, you wake up in the morning and and, and everything is working right. Thank you, Lord. You see your other family members in the house. Thank, thank you, Lord. You sit down to eat a meal. Thank, thank you, Lord. You take a breath. Mm, Exhale. Thank you, Lord. You know, it's having that attitude of gratitude. But this life is such, with all the things that come at us, you're exactly right. So it's designed to suck that life out of us. Yeah. one thing we have to maintain is that that attitude of gratitude, understanding that as long as we're alive, God is keeping us alive, 
and we got to be grateful for that. But then again, this question goes back to the previous one. Because in addition to that attitude of gratitude and being thankful in all things at all times, you also, God wants his promises. We oftentimes find ourselves, let's be honest, praying for things, right? Yeah. Everybody praying, you know. You know, now we have to not make the mistake of seeing God as like this big genie in heaven, you know or slot machine in the sky. You know, we have to avoid that, but understand this. Why do you want to have that proper relationship with God through his word? Because it is in his word that you'll find his promises. It is in his word that you will see where he says what he wants to do for us or has already done for us. And only when you know what's in his word, when you know those promises, and only when you, when those promises, not only, it's not just knowing, though. Let me get this right. It's not just knowing, because when it comes to the things of God, okay, guess what? In the book of James, it says that the demons know God. The demons knew Jesus when they saw him, right? No. But they didn't believe in him. <laughs> that didn't save them, right? That's right. So it's, it's more than the knowing. It's much more than the knowing. You have to know what's in God's Word. The only way you can know that is by reading it. But then that comes your Word from previous conversation. You have to believe it. When you know That's it right. and you believe it and you make it yours, now we have to activate it. And that's as simple as the asking. We have to put put it in into action. That's and that's it. what prayer is. That's what God wants us to do. He says, I'm I'm here. And guess what? The cattle on a thousand hills are mine. That's what he said. You know. I can give you I can give you the authority to tell that mountain to go fall in the sea, and it will. I can give that authority to you if you will only have faith. If you are only if if you will only have faith, the faith of a mustard seed. If you if we would just have faith in our prayers, but again of a grain of a mustard seed. So if we will just, but where does that faith come come from? That faith comes from being in God's word, from not only knowing God's word, but believing God's word and operating in God's word. And then God's word becomes part of us. And and when we understand that the God who we're, we pray to heaven, but guess what? The prayer to heaven is made by the God that's in us. Oh, yeah. The God that's in us prays to the God that's in heaven. God cannot deny himself. <laughs> in the name, in the name of the one who sits, be, who stands beside the throne. When we bring okay. that and we understand that these are really what God's laws and what his promises are in his word. So many times they're given to us in the form of a petition. Or if you understand the laws that he's given us, if we pray them in the form of a petition and we see a courtroom setting, and when you are in legally legal right standing <laughs> and you bring a legal petition to the court, to the throne, 
and you oh. have the counselor, your counselor is Christ, and you bring it through him in his name, you can't oh. help but get a judgment for for the plaintiff. <laughs> you know, I wanna I wanna say about prayer, you know, I I had a friend. And she called me, and uh, anytime that somebody says, pray with me, the first thing that I begin to do is, you know, I begin to talk to the Lord. I say, Lord, you know, let let the words that, that, that are spoken, that, Father God, that, you know, it come from you. You know, don't, don't let my flesh get in it, because anytime that we let our flesh get in it, then it's all messed up, it's impure, it's spotted, it ain't good. So... She asked me to pray for her about something, and she needed a right-now prayer for a right-now situation. And uh, I thank God that I was able that, you know, God used me at that point and at that moment that we said a prayer. And uh, immediately, like, not, not it took, you know, days to come to pass. It was immediate. And I see that when you line up with the word, when you line up with the will of God and, you know, what God has for you, that, that there's nothing that you uh, uh, won't ask for that God, you know, will, he won't give to you. You understand what I mean? Exactly. And so I just thank God. I thank God for no, that knowledge. I thank God that it, it takes the belief, it takes in us knowing that if we just believe what that we're praying about, if we believe if we believe that God is able to do what his word says that he can do, and that's, you know, uh, God asked the question, he said, is there anything too hard for God? No, mm. there's not. There's no situation in life that, you know, God can't, you know, God can't, perform what you're asking him. If you ask him, you know, rightly, if you ask him, you know, uh, you know, within the will of God, if, 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 if your life, you know, um, you know, if, if you are lining up with what God has for you or God, you know, wants for you, or, you know, some of us, some of us forget, we've got to, we've got to go to him in a specific way. And you said it. That if we go to him in a in, 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 in as if that we're in a legal you know in a legal courtroom, you know what I mean. We forget that he is King of King and and Lord of Lords. We forget, you know, that he is the Almighty. You know, that's we right. Forget. He is the Judge. That's right. Yeah, the Holy you know, Spirit. Yeah. Right. We, we forget. You know, he's the supreme. You know, he's supreme. There's nobody. But him, you know, God, the Bible tells us that he has no beginning and he has no end. And so, you know, when we begin to look at him like we should, you know, when that we begin to line up, you know, and get in right fellowship, when we begin to, you know, allow him to be the Lord and Savior of our life, there's a lot of things that, he will unlock uh, unlock for us, but you know you just can't come to God haphazardly and think that you know because that you've come, you know, nope. uh, asking Him for something haphazardly and not you know um, um, surrendering. You know, come on. That's you know, the key. Now the key there is this. That. The key there is this. Okay, 
Now, we've, in, in a perfect scenario, when we, when at the point of salvation, salvation occurred as we surrendered, and if we got it perfect from that point on, we, you know, we'd stay surrendered. Now the next point is about our, 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 our walk, about our obedience. But the fact of the yeah. matter is that no, nobody is 100% obedient 100% of the time. So therefore, yeah. what, what must accompany our prayers then is what? Confession. Okay. Contractness. Bible Listen, says, I love you. I love you, but I got to keep I got to keep you on course cuz we'll be on one subject all day and I love you, bro. <laughs> well, we're so, not talking, we're talking about, about being being surrendered. We have transitioned. Yeah, well, th- that's the th- that's the fourth question, okay? Were you fully surrendered in 2020? And the only way to surrender is to look at yourself and recognize your need. And the need is, is the need. In looking at oneself, we must realize, oh, God, I have sinned before you. Forgive me, please. Cleanse me. Wash me. A broken and a contrite heart you will not despise. So we got to come to God, and we have to get right. You want your prayers answered? Get right. Get back in right relationship has so much to do with the answering of prayers. We think that we can stay dirty, that we can come to the throne dirty, that we can offer our offering while we're yet dirty. While we're, that just doesn't work. That's not, go to read the Old Testament, get the vibe from all of the the principles and the precepts. From the temple, no, we don't have to kill animals and shed blood anymore, but the principles and the precepts are still there, and they're in play. And you got to get in, you know, in order to get in right, right, right fellowship, right? In order to get in right fellowship, I heard, I heard, um, I heard um, one preacher say on, uh, on TBN, he said, when I when I realize that I have sinned, I try and get right back in right fellowship with the Lord because that's what it's about. You know, surrendering is getting into right fellowship. Exactly. You know, exactly. Exactly. You know, and and that's you know, that's what it's all about. You know. Living a life surrender to who? Watch this. Now surrender doesn't mean you know, it it I mean in that surrender it's gonna take on it's going to take on whatever perception you want to give it. Now, most often, if you live over here in America or in the West, and you hear the word surrender, you see surrender as a losing proposition. Right. So nobody wants to surrender. It's alien to us, and it's not yeah. something we comfortably embrace. But we must that, embrace but listen, listen, not only that, when you talk about surrender, listen, that puts us in I'm not in control status. That's the thing that we don't want. We don't want. We don't, we don't want, we don't want to not be in control. That's the thing. And God is trying to get us to see, listen, 
it's 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 all about you surrendering your will to him. Uh-huh. It's all uh-huh. about you surrendering. And and that's what we don't like. We don't we don't okay, but but then I'm not in control. I you know, and I'm like, How are you not in control? You are in control. You have just surrendered your will to God. That's what you've done. You know, oh, well, you know, if I surrender, that means that I can't do this and I can't do that and I can't do that. But listen, if that's going to make you go to hell, if that's going to cause you that whatever that you're desiring is going to cause you to get out of right relationship, listen, surrender, surrender, surrender your will. Because in your will, you know, that's that's your choice. And, and and we don't understand that God is trying to change things about our choices because the choices that we made in the past wasn't good for us. The things that we've done in the past, uh when we were when we were not on the Lord's side, um, you know, it, it, it caused us pain. It caused us, you know, to lose a lot. It's it's just people don't understand that surrendering your will to the Lord when you put him in control, listen, you can take your hands off the wheel because he got it. You know what I mean? How, how about this? Now, he he has it, but here's the beauty of it. But he gives it back to you and says, now make your choices based on our relationship. That's based it. on what you know about me based on how rightly related you are to me. I'm giving it back to you because guess what? I gave y'all, when I put y'all here, even in your, in, in your daddy, Adam, in your Adamic nature that you have, I gave you, I gave you that. It's called dominion. I'm not going to make your choices. I just want the reason I want I want to be the reason that you choose what you choose because That's my it. spirit is in you and you now yeah. make your choices based on my spirit being in you and your relationship to my spirit and my word but it's still That's your it. choice okay your choice all right bro we got still a few yours. minutes come on what do you want to see uh, for your life in 2021, what do you want to see? How, what do you want to see in your life that the Lord do for you in your life? <laughs> That's an easy question for me to answer tonight, Ethel, today, because for the past uh, three days or evenings, uh, I've had the opportunity, you know, being here, and we haven't said it before, but I am in Bakersfield. California people, and for the past week, we have had, believe it or not, okay, even against against the mandate of the state government here in Bakersfield, California, and I will say with the endorsement of our local government, okay, and there's a lesson there. There has been a revival, an old-fashioned tent revival. Tonight is the last week. It was for th- originally for three days. It got extended to five days. Um, evangelist and prophet Mario Marillo with Living Proof. Uh, the revival has been here in Bakersfield, and I've been there the last three days, and I'll be there tonight finishing it out. 
And where do I see my man? I want more of that for 2021, okay? Because we have just been praising and worshiping, and the Holy Spirit has been moving miraculously and powerfully, okay? And this man has a word. This man has a word for believers, and it's straight. It's, 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 there's no, oh, none of that fancy trimming and, you know, the same old, same old sayings. You know what I'm saying? You know, none of that. It's just straight talk from God's word. And the Holy Spirit and the anointing on this man and his wife is amazing. And the Spirit of God is moving and people are getting, getting healed. And uh, I'm in total agreement that um, this is actually going to put our community here on the national, in the national limelight, I say to you, as I believe the plans for the, um, you know, for this revival, what he's doing is he's speaking to California. He's going up and down the 99 and, and, and the 5. And focusing on the valley, because you you all know you know California and the rep- reputation, you know. But that rep- reputation changes. There is a there is a line of demarcation that divides the coast <laughs> from oh, yeah. from the San Joaquin Valley. Okay, and there is you know Kern County, for example. Let me put Kern. Hey, props to Kern County, Bake Bakersfield on the map. We are. We are believers like nobody's business. This city was founded by a strong believer, Colonel Baker, back in the day, and he gave this town to God, and we are taking it. We've never, we've never relinquished it, but we're just going to take it and grow it and expand it up and down, yeah. up and down the 99, yeah. and that's, that's what, you know, um, that's all, you know, as a matter, matter of fact, my sister, uh, you may have to take care of Mama, so I can join the so I can join the revival, <laughs> join the crusade. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we put our business. We, we put our I business out, out there now. Pro, we are approaching. We are approaching one fifty five. I thank you for being with us today. This is old fashioned gospel uh, radio. We thank you for being with us today. God bless you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. God bless you. <laughs> 